0: Jaybone here and I've got everything you need to know before you watch the 2023 Emilia Romagna Grand Prix at Imola and also thank you all for getting me to 100,000 YouTube subscribers Jaybone <laughs> First things first we need to all get on the same page with regard to all of the different names involved with this Grand Prix The Emilia Romagna Grand Prix is easily the most confusing Grand Prix in Formula 1 and here's why Its official name is the longest official name on the entire Formula One calendar, that name being... <sighs> Formula One Qatar Airways Grand Premio del Made in Italy e dell'Emilia Romagna 2023. What a mouthful. And while obviously nobody refers to the Grand Prix by its full official name because it is so absurdly long, most people don't even refer to the race by its shortened name, the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix, either. This is because the race is most commonly referred to as Imola, with some people even going so far as to call it the Imola Grand Prix, which I absolutely do not support. It's called Imola because that is both the name of the city in the Italian region of Emilia-Romagna in which the Grand Prix takes place, and also the nickname for the circuit in Imola at which the Grand Prix takes place, the official name for which is the Autodromo Internazionale Enzo e Dino Ferrari. Now, this circuit used to be called Autodromo Dino Ferrari, and before that, it was called Autodromo di Castellaccis. but again, now it is most commonly referred to as Imola. To make matters even more confusing somehow, the Imola circuit hosted the San Marino Grand Prix from 1981 to 2006, despite the fact that San Marino is an entirely different country landlocked by Italy that's over an hour's drive away from Imola. I hope that cleared things up, but I fear you may now be more confused than ever. All of that is to say that I will be referring to the Grand Prix as both the Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix and Imola and the circuit as both the Autodromo Internazionale Enzo Edino Ferrari and Imola, but you'll never, ever Catch me saying the Imola Grand Prix because, folks, J-Bone is a man of class. The Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix weekend begins on Friday, May 19th, with free practices 1 and 2. Free practice 3 and qualifying are on Saturday, May 20th, with qualifying taking place at 9 a.m. Central Time or 2 p.m. UTC. And the Grand Prix is on Sunday, May 21st at 8 a.m. Central Time or 1 p.m. UTC. At the time I'm recording this, the race weekend is set to go ahead as scheduled, but it is worth noting that Emilia Romagna is currently experiencing intense flooding, so there is a chance the race weekend could be changed up or canceled altogether. Regardless, my thoughts are with all those affected by the flooding. As I mentioned earlier, the actual name of the Imola circuit is the Autodromo Internazionale Enzo e Dino Ferrari, which is named after Ferrari founder Enzo Ferrari and his son Dino. I think it's pretty obvious then why this circuit is seen as one of Ferrari's three home circuits alongside Monza, which hosts the Italian Grand Prix, and Fiorano, which is Ferrari's test circuit. Ferrari and Max Verstappen are a lot alike in that they both have three home circuits, with Max's three home circuits being Zandvoort, Spa, and the Red Bull Ring, as he is a Dutch and Belgian Red Bull driver. Now, I must note that Ferrari and Max Verstappen are also not alike in that one of them wins a lot and one does not. Jebao. Because of Imola's very close proximity to Faenza, Italy, where Scuderia AlphaTauri's headquarters are located, Imola is also seen as the home circuit of AlphaTauri, which is pretty funny considering it has Ferrari in the name. That'd be like my home circuit being called the Producer Jeff circuit, which I would absolutely never allow to happen because that is preposterous. Speaking of Producer Jeff, he is currently on the Formula Bone pit wall at Imola. Producer Jeff, radio check. Hey, J Bone, I'm here in Italy for the race. It's a beautiful country. I've been loving the food. Not the food from here because Americans do Italian food better, so I brought my own. Ooh. Boo, I agree, Producer Jeff stinks, boo, that guy stinks, boo, he stinks. Here is what a lap around Imola looks like. From the grid, there's a decently long run-up to the first braking zone, meaning there's a lot of space for drivers to gain positions if they get good releases at lights out. The run-up to the first braking zone at turn two is where George Russell and Valtteri Bottas had their legendary collision in 2021, where Russell whacked Bottas on the head. Turn 2 is the start of the Tamburello chicane, which includes turns 2 through 4. It used to be the high-speed Tamburello corner, where Ayrton Senna tragically passed away, which led to it being converted into a chicane for safety reasons. There's a non-DRS straight between the Tamburello chicane and the Villeneuve chicane, which includes turns 5 and 6. Now, this chicane used to be the high-speed Villeneuve corner, where Roland Ratzenberger tragically passed away the same weekend as Ayrton Senna, which led to it also being converted into a chicane for safety reasons. The Tamburello and Villeneuve chicanes are kind of like deja vu chicanes, as they are really similar, both preceded by straights and one after the other. It's actually really easy to get them confused when watching the race on TV. The easiest way to tell them apart is that Tamburello has an extra turn at the end of it. The of chicane has a short straight after it that leads drivers to the Tosa hairpin, which drivers will want a good exit on as it turns into another effective straight that ends with the tricky Piratella corner, turn 9, where you'll see drivers take a fair amount of curb as they try to maintain as much speed as possible before they get to the trickiest section of the racetrack, which contains the elevation-changey Aqua minerali that includes turns 11-13, through 13, Aqua Minerali is followed by an uphill climb to Variante Alta, the very tight right-to-left chicane where Leclerc spun last year while chasing Checo. After another effective straight, you get to Ravatsa, which includes the circuit's final two turns, which are both around 90-degree angles. We saw multiple overtakes at Ravatsa last year, which are both very exciting and also quite advantageous for drivers, as the DRS detection zone is before Ravatsa, meaning an overtake at Ravatsa allows drivers to create a gap as they'll have DRS down the circuit's lone DRS straight, even though they're no longer behind the car from which they got DRS. And that, folks, is a lap around Imola. J-bomb! For tire compounds at the 2023 Emilia Romagna Grand Prix, Pirelli have opted for the softest possible compound range, the C3 hards, C4 mediums, and C5 softs. Additionally, Pirelli will be introducing a new compound of full wet tire at Imola, which looks like it very well may be used since we have a rain in the forecast. Pirelli Motorsport Director Mario Isola had this to say about all of that, quote, The first round of the 2023 season in Europe will feature two important innovations in terms of tires, both aimed at improving the environmental sustainability of our sport. The first centers around qualifying. At Imola, we'll be testing a new regulation that requires teams to use a different type of compound for each of the three sessions, with the hards fitted for Q1, the mediums for Q2, and the softs for Q3. This means a reduction from 13 to 11 of the sets of dry tires that each driver has available for the entire event, therefore decreasing the environmental impact generated by the production and transport of the tires. Then, with the same aim, starting from this Grand Prix, a new compound of full-wet tire will be introduced, which will not require the use of tire warmers beforehand. Track tests have shown even better performance than the previous Cinturato Blue Full-Wet, even without the electric heating of the tire. The result of studies carried out by Pirelli, it is the first concrete step towards the use of dry tires without preheating. Finally, we have chosen to bring our range of softer compounds, C3, C4, and C5, to Imola, which could offer the teams a wider range of strategic options ahead of the race." I should note that because of the rain in the forecast, there is a chance that Formula One pushes this qualifying experiment to a future Grand Prix. Box Rat J Bone Box for Adread. Ad My email preview is sponsored by Bird Dogs and listen up because I have a new code. It is code BONE at birddogs.com/bone for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. Bird Dogs makes the best shorts and pants you will ever try on, I promise you, and I am not just saying that because they are paying me to. I, J-Bone, legitimately wear bird dogs at least four days per week because they look great, feel even better, and because I can do anything in them. I can chill, I can bike, I can golf, I can work out, I can go on a road trip, and I can even swim in them. Look folks, I'm wearing a pair of bird dogs right now. Oh my gosh, they're freaking beautiful. My favorite thing about bird dogs is that they come with a super soft built-in liner that eliminates the need to wear underwear, which personally I think is the greatest invention of all time because it cuts down on both laundry and discomfort, two things that stink. You need to be wearing bird dogs, and I have got you covered with a special deal. Go to birddogs.com slash bone and enter promo code bone for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. It's one of those super premium thermos things that keeps your drinks hot or cold. Yeti sells them for like $40 and you get yours for free with your order. That's birddogs.com slash bone, promo code bone for a free tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, I promise you. Next up, here are your storylines to follow for the 2023 Emilia Romagna Grand Prix. Your first storyline... Get ready for a rainy Formula One race weekend at Imola. Each of the past two Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix have been rainy, and it's looking very much like we're about to make it three in a row. Last year's wet-weather Imola qualifying set a record for the most red flags in a qualifying session with five, and resulted in a wild grid, where the top six was all different teams, and the top nine included seven different teams. Of course, there was a sprint race at Imola last year, so this was unfortunately the sprint grid that the stupid sprint race reset, so the Grand Prix unfortunately did not start with it. But there's no sprint race this year, folks, so here's hoping that this wet weather gives us a bizarre starting grid like we should have had last year. Additionally, like I mentioned earlier, Pirelli is bringing a new wet tire spec to Imola this weekend, which looks very much like it may be used, which could definitely cause some additional chaos as teams will not be familiar with it if they are forced to use it. I don't want to jinx it, folks, but this is shaping up to be the most chaotic race of the season thus far. Your second storyline, Mercedes are introducing upgrades at Imola that could turn the entire Formula One season on its head. Mercedes are introducing a massive upgrade package at Imola this week that will include upgrades to the W14s, bodywork, floor, front suspension, and more That rhymed unintentionally. No word yet on if this means they'll be finally abandoning the zero-pod concept by reverting to a more traditional side-pod design. Only time will tell. Now, Toto Wolff is downplaying the impact these upgrades will have as he says he's never seen a silver bullet get added to a car that instantly shaves off half a second, but this is Mercedes we're talking about, so anything is possible. Obviously, The weather doesn't look like it will be ideal for testing out upgrades, but if Mercedes really nail these upgrades, this could be the start of their return to the front of the grid, potentially immediately, I don't know, but more likely over the next year or two. Will these upgrades propel one or both of the Mercedes drivers ahead of the people's P3 Fernando Alonso by the end of the season? Again, only time will tell. Speaking of Fernando Alonso, if you support him and believe in El Plan, then you need the new merch I just dropped. It's a t-shirt that lets everyone know who your two favorite drivers are, Fernando and Alonso. It ships worldwide, so get it now at the Formula Bone shop, link in the description. Your third storyline, how will Ferrari and Alfa Tauri perform at their home Grand Prix at Imola? Imola is one of Ferrari's three home circuits and Alfa Tauri's only home circuit, so they will be looking to perform well in front of their home fans. While all four drivers will be looking to show out, the driver who needs a solid performance at this home race the most is inarguably Alfa Tauri's Nick DeVries, who, after a string of poor performances where he's finished well behind his teammate Yuki Tsunoda, has already been warned by Helmut Marko that he needs to improve soon or... He will be replaced, even though he's only five races into his rookie season. F1 is very cutthroat. The Ferrari drivers will also be looking to bounce back after a hope-inspiring Baku that led into a back-to-earth Miami where neither driver finished in the top four, and Yuki Tsunoda will be looking to finish P11 for the fourth time in six races, as Yuki does. Now the moment you've all been waiting for here are my three bonafide race predictions for the 2023 emilia Romagna Grand Prix at Imola. My first race prediction is that Fernando Alonso will win the emilia Romagna Grand Prix. You may think I'm crazy for this one, but I've only predicted two race winners all season long, and both of my predictions were correct, Max in Bahrain and Checo in Saudi Arabia, and folks, I don't intend on getting any race winner picks wrong all season, so surely this one is going to be correct. We all know that Imola gets chaotic in wet conditions and we also all know that Fernando Alonso is a wet weather magician, getting his Alpine on the front row in Canada last season in the wet before Alpine royally screwed him over by making his car absolutely stink for the race. Trust El Plan at Imola, folks. Hashtag 33. My second race prediction is that Checo Perez will finish off the podium for just the second time all season. You all know that I love Checo, but wet weather causes chaos, and I have memories of Checo's tough wet weather Canada 2022 qualifying fresh in my mind that included him taking that weird hike through the woods. So I just have a feeling this will not be Checo's best weekend. My third race prediction is that both Aston Martins will finish in the top five. You already know that I love Fernando Alonso this weekend, and I also like Lance Stroll to have a nice Imola as his only ever pole position, the legendary Stroll pole at Turkey 2020, was in wet conditions, so we know Stroll is capable of producing magic in wet conditions. J-bon. Next up, here are my predictions for the top five finishers in the Formula One Qatar Airways Grand Premio del Made in Italy e dell'Emilia Romagna 2023 with zero reasoning nor explanation. P5, Lance Stroll. P4, Checo Perez. P3, Charles Leclerc, P2, Max Verstappen, and P1, Fernando, El Plando, Alonso. Subscribe now so that I can see you back here after the Emilia Romagna Grand Prix for my MLO recap, where we'll digest all the insanity that occurs at this race weekend together. And if you enjoyed this content and want more right now and all F1 season long, just $5 a month on Patreon.com/FormulaBone gets you two additional Patreon exclusive videos per month, access to my weekly written F1 column where I put my most wild and unfiltered takes, and more. And most importantly, your support on Patreon helps make it so that I can keep making Formula One content full time. So go check out Patreon.com/FormulaBone now for even more F1 content. Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters, Kolki, at rated Bookie, and Glow. Until next time, folks, j Boo. j